Are you ready to be transformed? If so, you've come to the right place. In this podcast, I intrigue, inform, and inspire success-minded individuals just like you to create the future they desire in all areas of their life. My name is Gorney Williams, and I am your agent of hope. Well, welcome to our series on Answered Prayers. Our two foundational scriptures are 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of Him. And then 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18, Rejoice always, pray continually, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, one of the most important revelations that we can get from the Word of God is to understand who we are in Christ. Identifying with Christ, it will change the way that you live, and it will enable you and me to rise above all of life's difficulties. But not understanding our identity in Him, that will keep us living far below what our rights and privileges are in Christ. Before we were believers, before we believed in Christ and had accepted Him into our lives, we were lost. We were sick, poor, unrighteous sinners. We were enemies of God. But today... Today, as believers in Jesus Christ, we have a new identity. We are found. We are healed. We're rich. We're righteous. We are Christians, and we are God's friends. When we understand our new identity in Christ, we will be a stronger and more stable Christian. Our faith, our faith will begin to work better and our prayer life will just be simply enhanced, and we will walk in this new level of authority right here on earth. So what does it mean? What does it mean to identify with Christ? Think about it this way. We already have um, identities. We identify with something or, or with someone. It just makes us feel connected. Whether... Whether you um, identify with a person, an organization, an occupation, or a church, identifying with, with these things gives us this feeling of belonging. In the natural realm, we identify with people, with places, with things. But we also have an identity in the spiritual realm. The scripture says in Galatians chapter 2 verse 20, it says, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And not only did, did we die with him on the cross, we also have been raised with him. 
Ephesians chapter 2 verses 4 through 7 says, But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And raised us up together. And it made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in this age, in the age to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. The scripture said we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Now, unfortunately, some Christians, they don't see themselves this way. They don't know yet who they are in Christ or where they're seated at. Instead of identifying with Christ, they often identify with their problems. And you could tell, you could tell by just listening, listening to what they call themselves. They often call themselves by their problems. That you'll hear words like sick, broke, divorced, sinner, etc. Others, others may even identify, they might not call themselves those things, but they identify with their profession. They, they, they say things like, I'm a cashier, I'm a lawyer, I'm a teacher, I'm a pastor, I'm a customer service representative. But even their profession is not who they are. That is simply what they do. When we really understand our identity in Christ, who we are in Him, it will change the way that we think and it will change the way that we live. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. This same verse, if you look over in the Living Translation, it says, When someone becomes a Christian, he becomes a brand new person inside. He is not the same anymore. A new life has begun. Before we were in Christ, we were destined for death and destruction. Now, according to 1 John chapter 2, verse 25, He has promised us eternal life. Before Christ, we were doomed. We were doomed to poverty, misery, and death. But in Christ, John 10, 10 says, We can have life and have it more abundantly. Did you ever... Notice in the scripture that, that God often changes people's identities. They, they looked at themselves one way, but God told them who they really were. This is what happened to Gideon. Look over in the book of Judges in chapter 6. Gideon, he is so terrified of the Midianites that he hides himself in a wine press so he can thresh his wheat. What he believes is he believes that the Midianites would take what little that he had if they saw him threshing that wheat. And one day, the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon and said in Judges chapter 6, Mighty warrior, the Lord is with you. And Gideon, he wasn't acting like a mighty warrior. But when Gideon finally saw himself the way God saw him, 
he went on over in Judges chapter 7 to deliver the Israelites from the Midianites. God also changed Abram's name. In the natural, it was impossible for Abram and Sarai to have children. But God said in Genesis chapter 17 verse 5, No longer will you be called Abram. Your name will be Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations. He also in Genesis 17:15 changed Sarai's name to Sarah. God's words were fulfilled when Sarah gave birth to Isaac. As it says in Romans 4:17, God calls those things that are not as though they were. In the natural realm, what God is calling us to do or be may not exist. But in His eyes, it already does. So we need to talk about ourselves the same way that God does. What God says about us, it's found in His Word. Over 200 times in the epistles, it's, which are written to the church, those, those books of the Bible written directly to the church, there's an expression such as, in Christ, by Christ, in Him, in whom, and so forth. There's over 200 of them. Look them up. Write them down. Meditate on them. Begin to confess them with your mouth. Here, I'm going to read you just a few of the many things that we are or that we have in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 again. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Romans chapter 6, verse 22. But now, having been set free from sin and having become servants of God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end everlasting life. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 6. To the praise of the glory of His grace by which He made us accepted in the beloved. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 20 verse 21. For he made him who ha, who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. James chapter 2 verse 23. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. First Peter chapter 2 verse 24. Who himself bore our sins in his body on the tree. That we having died to sins might live for righteousness. By whose stripes you were healed. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich. Yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. As far as God is concerned, everything you have or are in Christ is already so. God's already done it all in Christ. However, it, it's our believing and our confessing that will make it real to us. So as we wrap up our time together today, let's pray the word. This will increase the depth of our faith and it will allow us to walk more fully in Christ. 
and it allows to walk more fully in all that our new identity in Christ provides for us. Are you ready to pray a prayer that will actually get answered? All right, let's go. Father God, Yahweh, you are too much to contain or comprehend. Today, I call on your name. You are Jehovah. You cause to become. God, you become whatever is needed to fulfill your purpose. I thank you today that you have caused to become, caused me to become a new creature, free from sin and fully accepted into your kingdom, into your family. Today, I am your righteousness. I am your friend. I have been healed and I have been made abundantly rich in all areas of my life. Not just for my sake, but that through me, your will and your purpose can be fulfilled. So that others, so that others, Father God, can come to the saving knowledge of your Son, Jesus Christ. And moreover, that you, Father God, may receive all the glory. You are Jehovah Shalom, my peace, my prosperity, my well-being, my completeness. In you, nothing is missing. In you, nothing is broken. In you, there is wholeness, and I receive it today. Amen. It's time. It is time for us to stand up and be who God says we are. Going forward, when, when the inevitable problems of life come your way, let's, let's you and I stand up. Let's stand boldly. Let's pray. Let's proclaim in faith exactly who God says we are in Christ. Remember, with God, all things are possible. All we have to do as believers is pray. Pray with our hearts and intentions set on God and on bringing Him glory. Praying fully in line with God's Word so that His will can be fulfilled. Amen. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to like and subscribe so that we can be together again soon. And for more information, check out the website at gorneywilliams.com. Until next time, as it says in Romans 12.2, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will know what God wants you to do, and you will know how good and pleasing and perfect His will really is.